0: Support Narrative's independent journalism at patreon.com forward slash narrative and check out our podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe and download. You can also look at what they've done with Roger Stone and... You know this you know, unbelievable—you um, know—letting him off his sentence that uh, President Trump did, um, and then on top of that, uh, you've got what happened with Michael Flynn, and it was just the other day that another U.S. attorney or a former U.S. attorney—I don't even know—he might still be there, uh, Mr. Zelensky uh, from the uh, from the district uh, from Maryland, I think. He he testified before the Justice Department, or before the Justice Committee about what happened with Roger Stone and how badly mismanaged that case was under Bill Barr's direction, and that you know there is an extensive cover-up of a series of crimes, it seems that the direction of Bill Barr to, to suppress anything that uh, might be critical or connect in any way to the President of the United States. And Epstein is a very similar case, um, if not a exact example of what that looks like.
1: Well, let me help you with the linkage. I worked for Roger Stone at the time of the
0: WikiLeaks crimes you worked for roger Roger... stone at the time of the wikileaks crimes yes i was
1: i was part of the super PACs supporting donald trump for the white house race in 2016 he announced in 2015 and i worked one-to-one with roger stone i understood what he was doing i provided opinions to him from qualified law firms in Washington, D.C., explaining that the reason for their investigation of Roger Stone was that the content was not media content, it was stolen content. And I stepped down and stepped back from that race after I explained to them in Trump Tower that Paul Manafort was a party to taking those many millions of dollars that was first appearing in the media. I was the one that looked into Paul Manafort and reported back to Trump Tower that the Republicans had confirmed that Paul Manafort took those millions of dollars into his accounts that were the basis of his problem one of the counts and roger stone had a bigger basis for his problems because of the WikiLeaks and all that was said incorrectly if he would have shut up roger stone he would have never been arrested
0: he would have never been invited you just actually broke a lot of up. he would not have been indicted let's back up a little bit here because i think a lot of people are going to be surprised to a hear that you were a supporter of donald trump in twenty sixteen.
1: Yes, I did support the race for the White House in twenty sixteen for Donald Trump and I did work regularly every week with Roger Stone for a period of time. And I did know what Roger Stone was doing. And I did tell him that I would have to step back because I couldn't be involved what
0: he was doing which is a very uh, good thing to have done and you were working as part of the pack so you weren't working for the campaign but you were working for a political action committee um and you were uh, allied to roger stone and uh and to donald trump to try get him elected and then when roger stone reveals to you that he's going to try and do some of this wikileaks stuff you know trying to get all these memos these emails um through wikileaks you decided that that was too much. That was a bridge too far, and you broke ranks and you broke away from the pack. Is that correct?
1: Yes, I could not stay in that position, allowing that involvement with WikiLeaks and what took place on the content that was stolen. I took the position that that wasn't media content, that that was stolen content. And you can't brand it as media conduct because you want to, because it's not. It was a lot of people are going to be saying, why,
0: why? should we believe you, Steve? Why should we believe you that you know here you are in in actual alliance with with people like Roger Stone and Donald Trump and Manafort? Well, not in Manafort because you reported about Manafort, but why should we believe you that you were the only person of conscience in this uh, in this whole uh, group of you know basic criminals?
1: Because I'm the only one that faced a liability and the only one that was under the microscope because of my prior poor guy position for Jeffrey Epstein's set of crimes that he rigged to walk out of. Four sets of crimes he walked out of.
0: So he walked no, away from it. four sets of crimes. You got nailed for one of those crimes, which is the the Ponzi scheme at Towers Financial. But how does that sort of make you the guy who the only guy who's got you know ethics in this entire uh, Trump or, Trump organization you know, campaign?
1: If you did 18 years in federal prison and you realized that there was no way to cross the line ever again. When you come out of after that kind of punishment, you have to be insane to do anything wrong that would cross the line. Right. The men you're discussing were never punished for any prior history in violating the rule of law and law and order. Those men that I walked away from concern me greatly.
0: greatly. Did, did you report this to the uh, FBI? Did you report it to anybody that you were concerned about the legality of, of what Roger Stone was doing when he was doing it? I can't get
1: ahead of anybody in the government in answering that question. But I took the appropriate legal steps to document my position. I took the right remedy under law and order to document my part, and I stepped back. I stepped back from what Roger Stone was doing. So I'm not saying that President Donald Trump could not give him clemency. I just did not support the way this took place. And I'm not criticizing anybody. I just didn't want to be on the team, the A-team, in the super PACs that were going over the line. I just didn't want to why be Why not there.
0: criticize them? Why, I, why not criticize them now? I mean, why, what's holding you back from saying, these guys broke the law?
1: Well, the jury decided what Roger Stone did under law and order. The jury decided what Paul Manafort did under law and order. These men have seen the justice system, the due process, take place, and it worked against them effectively. So why am I asked, why would I be asked to do the due process? I'm a person that stepped back from this. I reported it to my lawyers and to others, and I stepped back from this. That's what I should have done, and that's what any voter or member of the public should do: report it, report it right away. And I did the appropriate remedy to reporting this.
0: It's a good thing you and did. commissioned. you know, this is a significant crime, and probably the most significant crimes that took place in 2016 that has set up this uh, this uh, this presidency and uh, this attack on democracy. Do you support uh, Trump today?
1: Well, that's a political question, and I'm not taking political questions Smart in teams. dealing with Wayne Maxwell. Mm-hmm. I support America today, and I support the law and order platform that President Donald Trump focused on today. You do? You support and this the is a... law and order platform? Well, I support that the police unions and associations around America endorse them.
0: I I don't want to go into this whole conversation because it's going to take us down a whole different path, but I can't, you know, I just can't agree with you on that in any way because I I want- Go ahead.
1: I want want law and order. And the Jelaine Maxwell case is the first test for law and order that we're going to see at this high profile next. That's going to affect the election. I want law and order. If President Trump wants law and order, I want law and order. The Maxwell case, where everybody died. Uh, I think there's a real distinction
0: between the the, the case and uh, and the police unions, which have played a very difficult role in cities around this country, um, in in you know creating a whole different power structure that is polluting um, the criminal justice system, that is creating a lot of con- uh, corruption and discrimination, and that people are just ultimately fed up about. Um, you know the normal average day people are are really depressed about the the state of their policing in their cities and a large chunk of that ultimately falls at the feet of these police unions, which have sort of taken an outsized powerful role in in combating um in combat in combating crime. so i'm going to leave that aside because that's not what today is about I'm really fascinated. I, I did know about the Roger Stone thing before, but I did not uh, expect you to come out and say it tonight. Um, and so I'm glad you have. You're going to get a little bit of, 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 a, of a reaction, I assume, from uh, the folks out there. And, and as you should, because I think it's a really interesting point that you bring up. Um, as someone who is inside the room, as someone who was um, actually there as they were discussing it, do you, can you re- relate anything about how that happened? I mean, is there, did, did, was it just Roger Stone saying I'm, I'm going to get these emails? Or how did it, what did it look like inside the room?
1: I don't want to get ahead of that because that seems to be under investigation right now by a number of people. And I know that there were recordings made on the conversations. Between myself, Roger Stone, and Trump Tower, I know that.
0: Who made the recordings?
1: Whoever had the authority to make the recordings.
0: Understood. All right, all right. Uh, Terrific stuff for uh, for understanding who you are, because I think a lot of people don't understand uh, the the journey you've had—that you've come through eighteen years in prison, that you've uh, landed up still being friends with the same people. That some of whom helped you go get to prison, you know. It seems to be always surprising that you wanted to remain close to people like Trump, even though you knew he was close to Epstein.
1: Well, I wouldn't call the word friends. I would call that I have 33 years now, as of today, involvement in the Jeffrey Epstein case, and I'm a full guy for the Jeffrey Epstein case someone that was involved with the crimes and i want to repent and set the record clear and i have tremendous remorse and i'm talking openly about what i can say not to interfere with any ongoing investigations
0: i think that's pretty clear uh, that that's you know you're you're answering a in as, as clear a way as you can under the circumstances of what might be going on behind the scenes and uh, you know a very complex situation that we're all dealing with, but certainly that the prosecutors are dealing with directly um, as are the, you know, the other investigations that are going on around the country. Um, I want to thank you for sharing that. Where do you think we go next yeah, with, go next with Ghislaine?
1: Ghislaine will be moved to a prison that should house her outside of New York City. And that's only standard operating policy for the Federal Bureau of Prisons and this high-profile witness, Jelaine Maxwell. And then her lawyers will negotiate a basis for her to start to name names. Looking for this to happen in 30 seconds is not realistic because the lawyers want to test the non-prosecution agreement to see if they can have that binding, if they choose to do that degree of in process for Jolene Maxwell, it won't work. In the Southern District of New York, for Jolene Maxwell, they got to buy her a little time. But I would think she wants her life to move on now in a different direction, and I would hope that she would turn to spirituality and faith and come clean in the system of injustice that's taking place here.
0: You know, looking at the things that she's done uh, and the insight we're getting from her, from, from all the stuff you've been sharing, but everybody else has been sharing about her. her, I don't know if uh, spirituality is, is going to come back quickly to her, but I do think that she's going to have a, a desire to return to a normal life. No one's going to want her position, no one wants to be stuck in a prison. Um, fearing for your life in in the way that she is, and the only way she can do that is by coming clean. Otherwise, she's facing 35 years uh, in prison.
1: That's for the first group of crimes. Yep. That doesn't even go near the second group of crimes. There's much more right. that she hasn't been charged with
0: yet. Much more. And they didn't touch the surface yet on the crimes. And this is the thing to underline from tonight: is that there are so many financial crimes that we have not yet even begun to talk about um, that really are massive in scale that that dwarf anything that you can think of in the past. You know, you can think of the crime that you were involved in as as being one of the biggest Ponzi schemes ever. And we, these things are even bigger than that. Um, so we're talking about billions and billions of dollars uh, being taken out of the economy potentially um, and laundered into the economy. And that's uh, and that's going to be an interesting thing to to watch. Uh, it's remarkable that you were in the room for both Epstein and for Roger Stone. Um, what do you think is going to be? Uh, do, so let me ask a question that's actually just showed up on the uh, on the Twitter feed here. Um, what do you know about this spouse, this Mr. John, uh, what's his name? I lost his name now. It'll come to me in a second. But she suddenly was married in 1993, it um, has been married since, I believe, or it appears she was. Um, what What do you make of the spouse?
1: We're going to have to see what develops in that story, because today is the first day of that coming to light, and instead of, me giving you a comment on the first day, I want to see where this is going. Mm. Because it's evident he hasn't been brought forward before. So there's a reason he was not brought forward before today.
0: It certainly does so seem like they're hiding something. It's been another fascinating hour with you, Steve. I always uh, enjoy sitting down with you and hearing your story. Uh, and a big bombshell tonight around Roger Stone that I think is gonna get people talking. But the focus as well tonight has been about the, the additional crimes that are coming down, uh, likely uh, around Ghislaine Maxwell. The financial crimes, the crimes that seem to dwarf uh, all these others that have already been uh, come to light, and those ones are in themselves already serious. Thanks very much for joining us billions tonight of, on, on Narrative.
1: Billions of dollars is what we talked about tonight. Thank you, Jeff.
0: Support Narrative's independent journalism at patreon.com forward slash narrative, and check out our podcast wherever you get your podcasts, and don't forget to subscribe and download.